What's up, everybody? This is Zach. I am coming back with some more AI. And I, uh, I don't know how to sort of put this in a way that doesn't sound very self-aggrandizing, but uh, I think I may be on the verge of revolutionizing uh, some resource management stuff. I guess I can't take full credit for this. I have, uh, so I'll lay out the groundwork. First, uh, what we're gonna talk about today is uh, how to use AI sort of like in your everyday process. This is this is a very specific scenario. This is gonna be kind of a short ex, uh, exercise um, in this. So in the last episode, you heard me talking about um, how to do different things using ChatGPT. I spoke about that very generically um, because you know there's there's just so much you can do, and uh, even so that was last week. So I've gotten much better at using AI <laughs> since last week. Um, and one of the areas that I got more proficient was in prompting. So prompting is essentially when you're when you're looking at the machine learning process, the algorithm, it needs something to prompt it. And I think this is where a lot of people get hung up and maybe think uh, that AI is kind of overblown and maybe is not super effective. You can ask it to do something or you can tell it to, tell it to do something. And I found that telling it uh, and giving it more information. And this is this is not just me coming up with this like as an epiphany, um, but a lot of AI researchers that I've started following. I'm all in. I'm going to be like one of those like super uh, just obnoxious, uh, like a crypto fan, right? <laughs> like those those types of people. Uh, I am going to be those people. I'm obsessed with this right now. Uh, so I'm following all the AI you know evangelists out there and trying to learn as much as I can. And a lot of people are learning this on the fly. I mean, honestly, like the AI companies are learning this on the fly because suddenly there's so much attention. So I've learned more about prompting. I've learned that asking it to do something versus telling it to do something is two very, very different things. You can do both. Asking it leaves a lot of ambiguity, and that means that it's going to fill in that ambiguity with whatever it thinks it needs to. So providing little information, you give it it'll go to everywhere. It's just going to go across the universe to try to find the responses versus being um, much more granular in what you're asking it or telling it to do. So the more specific the question or the more specific the instructions, uh, the better off that you are. So with that said, uh, I wanted to sort of figure out if I could use this for resource management. Now, my scenario and a lot of the scenario of, uh, people in my region are that we are extremely under-resourced. So Vermont has one professional emergency management agency. It's the Vermont Emergency Management, the state agency. Like that's, there's no county governments. And then there's 250 something, 256 towns um, and hamlets and everything that do their own thing. Uh, each of those generally has one, they have to have at least one emergency manager. That emergency manager could be anyone. Uh, by default, it falls to a select board chair. Uh, and more often than not, it goes to the fire chief. So it's folks that are already doing other stuff in emergencies, uh, you know, that makes it really difficult for them to do it. So just basically super un uh, under resourced. So I started thinking about like, well, how could I use this system to augment and, um, you know, enhance, uh, small shops to get tasks done. And, 
I saw a post um, about just uh, a dispatcher hiring and, and seeing that dispatchers are having a lot of, you know, they're, they're facing the same sort of staffing crisis that every public safety agency is. And dispatchers are kind of little mini emergency managers, right? Like they're just uh, emergency managing every single incident, right? They're assigning resources, they're tracking resources, uh, they're, they're providing accountability, and they're providing some degree of strategic and tactical direction, um, you know, until it's handed off. Like it all starts with them. They are the ICS until everything else is going. So I was like, oh, that might be a good place to start. So rather than trying to start to solve these global issues of, of resource management, I was like, let's see if I can take a very local and specific uh, situation of trying to assign incidents to dispatchers. So start playing around ChatGPT to kind of like figure out what it needed to know in order to do this. So uh, that's where uh, this comes in. So I'm gonna share my screen now. So if you're listening to this, I'll try to explain it. Uh, there is a accompanying uh, YouTube video. So uh, I think it's at YouTube. Is it youtube.com slash EM weekly? Uh, I'll try to find the link, but if you search YouTube for EM weekly, I'm gonna pop up and you'll see my, my face. So, all right, so I'm gonna share my screen now. All right, so first I'm gonna, I'm gonna prompt it. All right, so it's been prompted. So I will read this off. So this is, this is the prompt that I gave it. You're an emergency services dispatcher, in, uh, sorry, an emergency services dispatcher in St. Albans Central Dispatch, an actual dispatch agency in, uh, my, in the town next to us, the city, uh, in St. Albans City, Vermont. You're responsible for three jurisdictions. I am limiting this to a degree because I don't want to, I have, you know, like this is an iterative thing. So just so you know, this is live. So I have updated some stuff from some previous runs that I did. Um, and now I am trying to uh, clean this up a little bit. So you're responsible for three jurisdictions, St. Albans Town, St. Albans City, Georgia, all jurisdictions are, are in Vermont. So just giving it some prompts. And now I was, so one of the things that I found in my first run of this is uh, I need to be very specific in the resourcing. Uh, so I said St. Albans Town, and these are, these are not actual, uh, the actual resources for right now, because again, I'm just trying to figure out how this works and I wanted to sort of control for some things. So this is like a generic fire department. Um, I'm using my town, some real towns and stuff so that it has the opportunity to sort of like think uh, geographically and understand like the, the spatial context of this. Cause I think that that's also important. Um, so I'm just using three towns for this jurisdiction for the, uh, sorry, for the dispatch center. They actually dispatch for more towns, um, obviously, but, uh, we're just pretending small town USA, three agencies. So St. Albans town fire department has the following resources, engine one, engine two, engine three, ladder one, command one, heavy rescue one. St. Albans city fire department has the following resources, engine one, engine two, engine three, ladder one, command one, heavy rescue one. I just gave the same setup. That way we could have uh, kind of a similar thing to play with. Georgia Fire Department, a little bit more of a rural community. Engine one, engine two, tanker one, tanker two, utility one, heavy rescue. And then uh, Amcare Ambulance is our local ambulance service. And I just gave them three ambulances. They actually, uh, I think, run three at a time, but they have two separate stations that they operate out of. Um, but we're gonna put them all just in, in one station. And then I added uh, some additional regional resources that like 
a town like ours would use on a daily basis. So that includes a uh, DART uh, medical helicopters, one helicopter in Burlington, two helicopters in Lebanon. The one in Burlington is actually run by Vermont Medical Center, but um, just to keep things simple, I, I put it as one. And then Albany Life Flight, and I said they operate two helicopters out of Albany, New York. There's other helicopters. Um, there's LifeNet out of New York, which is run by the state police. There's actually a helicopter like much closer. Um, but I was trying to see if maybe the distance, if it would actually do some calculation of those resources, like I want to pull from the closest one. And then Vermont State Police Hazmat Team. Uh, I put their strike team in Colchester, Vermont, and a strike team in Putney, Vermont. So now I'm going to start giving it some rules. So that's the resource list. And, you know, again, I, I could probably uh, get a little more specific with this. What are the pump rates? How much water? What kind of tools do each of those carry? Um, ChatGPT is somewhat limited still. I, I pay for the premium, so I have uh, ChatGPT Plus, um, and I can use their newest model, which is GPT-4. So um, I'm kind of somewhat limited in how much information I could put in here. So that's what I did. So, uh, sorry, <laughs> I'm going to go off on tangents throughout this whole thing. Cause it's just like mind blowing and very exciting. Uh, so Vermont state has my team, uh, strike team in Colchester and a strike team in Putney, uh, all ambulances transport to UVM medical center, the level one local trauma center. That's not exactly true. There's actually a, a, a hospital in St. Albans city, but we're just, because I want to do trauma care, that's what I'm doing. All right, all first alarm assignments uh, dispatches all equipment for the jurisdiction that it occurs in. It will also dispatch one ambulance from Amcare. So first alarm assignment, this is not a realistic one. It's it's realistic-ish, but it's not the actual mutual aid like run sheet for St. Albans City. A second alarm will bring in a single engine from neighboring jurisdictions and one tanker. So I messed with this a little bit because it kind of got uh, confused when I ran it a few times. So I actually don't know what this thing's going to do. I've changed this uh, fairly substantially since the last time I ran it uh, to try to account for some of the um, issues that I ran into. So this is all going to be live as we're doing it. Uh, a motor vehicle accident uh, requires one fire engine, a heavy rescue, and an ambulance. A trauma alert will request a medical helicopter for each trauma patient. Additional patients will require additional helicopters. That was another thing I had to add. So like just being very clear that if there's a trauma alert for two patients, then it would need two helicopters, for instance. A hazmat incident will require a hazmat strike team. All equipment should be requested from St. Albans City, St. Albans Town in Georgia before pulling from other jurisdictions. That's a pretty standard sort of like local mutual aid process, right? Like your dispatch center covers 10 towns, let's say. The goal is to pull from those 10 towns because they you can immediately access those resources. You know all those things. They're within the same dispatch center, so it's very easy to sort of get those assigned. Once you run out of those resources, what are you gonna start doing? You're gonna pull from the neighboring uh, dispatch or mutual aid agreement or county or whatever it is. Uh, and bring them in. So that was that is something I added uh, from last time. Any equipment that has already been dispatched cannot be dispatched to another incident. And I'm gonna blow this up just a little bit so it's a little bit easier to read. Um, cannot be dispatched to another incident without permission of the incident commander. You will need to ask permission before reassigning any equipment from the jurisdictions. I will give you the response as to whether or not it can be resigned. In this case, I am the, uh, the incident commander. So the reason I, I prompted it like this is essentially like this could be a 911 call comes in. Maybe the dispatch center is listening to it and they they might make some determinations or perhaps they're just transcribing it like uh, like, you know, they do. 
and the system would be analyzing their transcriptions for information to start to make a determination. Um, ChatGPT 4, I think all the uh, recent ChatGPTs, uh, every single conversation or chat as they call it, is a thread. So it knows what it said before. It can go back and reference that. So this is where I was like, if it can go back and reference that, if, I, if it assigns a resource, it knows that it sent that resource. So will it sort of intelligently reassign resources or assign new resources? That, this is the test. Um, and so basically now, if, if they get an assi something that occurs, they have to ask me for permission to do anything else as the incident commander. Okay, so here's the scenario we're about to go live. Here's the scenario. There's a large fire at the corner of Congress and Main Street in St. Albans City, Vermont. So very specific, St. Albans City, that is the jurisdiction. This is the Ace Hardware Store, which has chemicals inside of it. This requires an automatic first alarm assignment. Dispatch a first alarm assignment. So again, trying to be understand chat GPT logic and the prompting logic and giving it enough information to make decisions. So everything from here on out is live. So you will hear it as it is happening. All right, so this is ChatGPT's response. Acknowledge dispatching a first alarm assignment for a large fire at the corner of Congress and Main Street in St. Albans City, Vermont at the Ace Hardware Store. St. Albans City Fire Department resources being dispatched. Engine one, engine two, engine three, ladder one, command one, heavy rescue one. Amcare ambulance resources being dispatched. Ambulance one. This is, this is what's blowing my mind. This incident also involves chemicals, so I will dispatch a hazmat strike team. Vermont State hazmat strike team, a strike team in Colchester, Vermont, so it's dispatching the Colchester strike team. I didn't tell it to dispatch a hazmat team. It, it found out, it heard chemicals at the, at the store and said, oh, this could have a hazmat incident. So they're, they're starting a uh, strike team in Colchester, Vermont. All units en route to the scene. <laughs> All right. So now I'm gonna start doing some live prompts. So uh, everything's en route. So what I'm gonna do is say, um, Reports are that this fire is uh, growing rapidly and a police officer on scene sees heavy fire inside the store. Uh, command, uh, yeah, I'll just say command, I'm command. So this would be like, I heard, overheard the radio. Command recommends upgrading to a second alarm. Please dispatch a second alarm. So again, some of this, I, I don't know what would make it sound smarter or worse. So let's see what happens. Acknowledge upgrading the incident to a second alarm due to the rapidly growing fire and heavy fire and in, observed inside the Ace Hardware Store at the corner of Congress and Main Street in St. Albans City, Vermont, dispatching the following resources. So St. Albans Town, Engine 1, St. Albans, or Georgia Fire Department, Engine 1, additionally dispatching and one tanker, Georgia Fire Department, Tanker 1. Oh my God, it worked. Oh, this is so cool. All right, so because the second alarm assignment said uh, send one engine from each town plus a tanker, did not say where to pull that from, but it did say it has to be from neighboring jurisdictions. So it sent the Town Fire Department's Engine 1, Georgia Fire Department's Engine 1, and Georgia Fire Department, Tanker 1, all second alarm resources are now en route to the scene. Without having to tell it what to do, we could load an entire real mutual aid run sheet into this and it's going to do it. All right, I'm gonna complicate something now because like the real world, just because there's one incident 
doesn't mean there's not another incident. So I am going to have a car accident occur on I-89, uh, which is the highway that runs uh, through the city and through Georgia and stuff. Uh, remember, all of the city's uh, resources are currently dispatched to the fire. And there is a car accident assignment run sheet for that. So let's see what happens. So uh, dispatch gets a 911 call for a one car rollover on I-89 in, ooh, I'm gonna say at the exit, at exit 19, we're gonna see what happens if it'll recognize that that's actually in the city. I'm pretty sure that's in the city. We're gonna find out. Uh, at exit 19, um, please dispatch units. Oh, actually, and I'm gonna add, let's make it harder. We're gonna add trauma patients. So remember I gave a prompt for uh, a trauma, I don't even remember what I called it. <laughs> We're just gonna say there's two reports of two people in the vehicle with traumatic injuries. Please dispatch the, uh, please dispatch units to this. All right. Acknowledge dispatching units for the one car rollover with traumatic injuries in I-89 at exit 19 from St. Albans Town Fire Department, nearest available resources. Oh my God, that's so sweet. Engine two, heavy rescue one, ambulance two, because ambulance one's already assigned. Since there are reports of traumatic injuries, I will request a medical helicopter for each trauma patient, and it's pulling the DART helicopter. Uh, and, oh my God, that's so awesome. So, <clears throat> that's right. Exit 19 is actually in the town. So it pulled town fire. So this is, I'm, I'm, I'm realizing this on the fly. So St. Albans town technically is, uh, it's not technically, that is the jurisdiction. They actually cover that. So uh, the town was dispatched there. So based on the run sheet, it requires an engine and a heavy rescue and another ambulance and the helicopter, all units are en route. So, all right, now I, I don't, now I'm in uncharted territories. I've never really sort of gone beyond this. So I'm going to say, um, uh, let's see, I... 89 command is requesting an additional heavy rescue and ambulance. They are also requesting an additional, let's see, I already said there's two helicopters, so we don't need that. Um, what else do we need? Uh, let's just see what this does. I-89 command is requesting an additional heavy rescue and ambulance. All right, send it. Acknowledge ID9 requesting. This is the other nice thing that's really nice. It repeats it back to you. So from Georgia Fire Department, Heavy Rescue One, and now the third ambulance is out. So we're out of ambulances at this point, um, and we have our two heavy rescues. So, and this is all accurate. Like if you go back, you're gonna see, like we're now kicked for ambulances at AM Care. There's no more ambulances. So Let's see what happens if it'll come up with a solution. So I've, I've run out of my local resources at this point, and now I'm going to see if it will find another resource um, and how it will dispatch that. Uh, I-89 command has requested a third, let's see, another ambulance. I don't know if it, 
another ambulance. Um, after finding a patient that had been ejected from the vehicle, please find a another ambulance from a local agency. All right. So I don't know what it's going to do. It might break the system here because I only gave it three ambulances. So we'll see what happens. Acknowledge I-89 command has requested an additional ambulance for the car rollover incident at exit 19 due to a patient found ejected from the vehicle. As all AM care ambulances have been dispatched, I'll find another ambulance from a local agency. Oh, dang. Um, let's see. So it just says requesting an ambulance from a neighboring local agency. Uh, which agency is the ambulance coming from? It didn't give a specific, just said, it literally says neighboring local agency, ambulance one. Let's see if I ask it. Which agency? Apologies for the oversight. The additional ambulance is being dispatched from the following neighbor, Swanton Area Rescue. <laughs> I actually don't know if, I don't think Swanton Area Rescue is an actual, so Swanton is the next town north of here, but I think it's uh, Missisquoi Rescue is actually the ambulance. Uh, but it came up with one. That's awesome. And it apologized for the oversight. All right. Uh, again, I'm doing this live. I, 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 the only thing that I sort of tested was the original prompt. So we're going to try to mess around with it. Um, all right. St. Albans city fire command. All right. Let's say, uh, we're going to be more specific. Cause this is as a dis is people who've dispatched before you want more information. There's two incidents sort of with evolved and we've got St. Albans town, St. Albans fire. So I'm going to say St. Albans city, um, fire command at the ACE hardware store incident has advised the fire is out and all units are released except command one and engine one. Let's see if it actually will release the other agencies. All units are, okay, so it says acknowledge St. Albans City Fire Command. All units are released except Command 1 and Engine 1. St. Albans, so this is, the following resources are now, holy crap, it did it! The following resources are now available. St. Albans City Fire Department, Engine 2, Engine 3, Ladder 1, Heavy Rescue 1. These units are now returning to their stations and will be available for future assignments. Um, uh, dispatch St. Albans city heavy rescue whoops you all are seeing that i'm not great at typing right now uh one to the incident on i-89 actually i should change this uh i yeah we're gonna change this so we're gonna do i-89 i-89 command is requesting one additional heavy rescue unit to assist, please dispatch that, dispatch that. I don't know, let's see what it does. Acknowledged, I-89 command is requesting one additional heavy rescue unit to assist the car rollover at exit 19. Dispatching the following resources from St. Albans City Fire Department, recently released, for, oh my God, it even tells you that it just got released. I mean, like, 
this is unbelievable. You could use this as a log and to automatically, uh, just imagine, uh, and again, radio systems, probably you're not gonna live transcribe this, but as a dispatcher, someone who's used to basically filtering out the bad radio communications and the 911 calls could use this. One dispatcher could potentially be typing this stuff in and the virtual dispatcher, ChatGPT, is, is sending all of these resources. I mean, this is, this is revolutionary stuff. Now, again, this is a very, this is a small area. These are not super complex incidents. I'm not throwing additional uh, issues into this, but this was live. I mean, you can, you can watch this feed through this. We could do this all day and it's going to do a better job of like tracking resources. So actually, that's what I'm going to do right now. Please advise what resources are still available in the dispatch area. Here's the current availability of resources for the dispatch area for St. Albans City, St. Albans Town, Georgia. St. Albans Town Fire Department, Engine 3, Ladder 1, Command 1, Georgia Fire Department, Engine 2, Tanker 2, Utility 1. Please note that some resources may be in transit or returning to their stations from previous incidents and their availability may change soon. I, how did he even know to say that? This is crazy. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm shook. I'm shooketh. This is, un, uh, this is unbelievable. This is going to like completely change how we run incidents. You as a, as a fire chief could potentially skip the dispatch. The dispatcher could be like the intermediary if stuff gets up. But if you had a, if you had data on scene, you could just type it in. Hey, I need another engine. And you don't even have to ask the dispatcher. In fact, this would be, this would be cleaner. The dispatcher would see the chat come across their screen, maybe acknowledge it just to let them know that the handoff has occurred. Um, but it's done. Um, and then, you know, I'll ask the same thing. What resources are currently assigned to incidents? Because there's actually two incidents that are still live. Here's the current re assignment of resource to the incident. Ace Hardware Store Fire, Command 1, Engine 1, ID9 Car Rollover, Town Fire Department, Engine 2, Heavy Rescue 1, uh, res uh, fire, uh, sorry, Georgia Fire Department, Heavy Rescue 1, Amcare Ambulances 2 and 3, Swan Area Rescue Ambulance 1, Dart Medical Helicopter from Burlington, St. Albans City Fire Department, uh, heavy rescue one. These are the resources that are currently there. Oh, there are resource. These resources are currently on scene or en route to the respective incidents. Imagine like doing this now, expanding this for like the entire state of Vermont for a major disaster. I'm like, I just, and this is the, what's exciting about this is like, you were here with me. I am discovering this on the fly. I got the initial prompt. That's it. Uh, I, I don't even know what to say. I, I, I'm just shocked. This is crazy. This is crazy. And it's kind of fun, right? Like for an exercise, we could use this during an exercise. As things are going on, you know, it's no longer uh, a notional like, I would do this. Do it. What happens? Throw in a, uh, an inject um, that a road is closed. You know, I don't, I'm just getting into the meat of this. I have the full intent to, to test this uh, to the furthest possible extent possible. I wanna, I wanna break this before, but um, 
I don't know. Am I the first person that's used AI to dispatch a, a made up incident? I think so. I'm taking full credit for this. If there's anyone else out there, uh, challenge me. But uh, I, I hope that this is like, uh, I want to be, listen, I want to be famous. Okay. This is the, uh, the, the moon shot of AI for emergency response. And, uh, I am, I'm just so pumped for this. I'm so excited. This is going to be huge. I like, again, I think I talked about in the last one, if you're like New York city and, um, I'm gonna stop sharing my screen. Uh, if you're like New York city and you've got a huge dispatch center, you've got a, a huge EOC that's, there's a watch command that's 24 seven running. You know, this is going to be a different tool for you. You might use this for, to sort of help expedite some stuff. Maybe that takes a little bit longer, but like you have the resources, but for a small community that doesn't have the capacity or the ability to hire uh, multiple dispatchers, imagine what this is going to do for that community. Or the fact that you could you could do this remotely from a, uh, a the command vehicle potentially if you have an internet connection. This is nuts. I if you're listening to this as the podcast version, it's not even worth listening to. Go to the video. Like you have to see this. Holy moly! All right. Uh, I'm gonna have a caffeine crash here and uh, an adrenaline dump from just like how cool this is. Uh, I didn't even do sponsors. I'm gonna please follow our sponsors, like, subscribe, share this, please. Uh, I like this. We want to build this out. We want to take advantage of this. Um, tell everyone I'm your AI emergency response expert. Okay, like I'm gonna help you do this stuff. Um. I've got some other stuff cooking too that I'm really excited about uh, for some exercise stuff that I've developed, but I think I I have to redo what I wanted. Like I gotta I gotta reconfigure because I didn't think this would work this well. So uh, I want to expand on this. Wild. Uh, yeah, like, um, subscribe. Thumbs up, stars, five stars. Go on Apple. Please tell them to listen. You you like this. Um, and please send me messages. Like, tell me what you think about this. Are you scared of AI? Are you excited for this? Does this get you excited? Does this change your perspective of what AI could do? And uh, we will chat, I don't know, next week. I might do more. I might do another video every single day. This is wild. All right. Goodbye. How do you spell Doberman Emergency Management? EOP, OEP, HVA, HMP, Thyra, TTX, Drone, PDA. Whenever you need an expert, Doberman Emergency Management field experts are there for support. Contact an expert at DobermanEMG.com today. The L3 Harris Extreme 400P radio solves problems and specifically designed for emergency services. How do we know? We field tested it with medical, urban search and rescue and collapse and confined structures. This radio is amazingly tough. Check out the L3 Harris Extreme 400P radio at l3harris.com right now.